well, <laughs> I don't know if it's a brothel. It's a brothel. It's like a <laughs> bar where some people enact in sexual activities, okay? But that's, it's like a bar. That's a brothel. <laughs> This is Kelly coming at you with a special little bonus episode of sorts. Right now it's just me and I have a special guest with me who I will introduce in just one moment. But Nikki could not be here because at the time of this being recorded, she's in Toronto. And Tilly is taking a little step back as you will have already heard about for our season three. So right now it's just me and my special guest who, without further ado, today I'm talking to my husband, Scott. Say hello, Scott. Hey, everybody. (laughs) So this is our first man on the podcast. How does that make you feel? Uh, Good, I guess. (laughs) I hadn't really thought of it, but yeah, I guess I'm the first, aren't I? I mean, it ha- we had to start somewhere, right? We had to get a guy on somehow. So I managed to get my husband to join us. I say us because Nikki will be joining us later. But this is just a quick little introduction of a fun project that I thought we could embark on. So before we get into that, why don't you just uh, introduce yourself, Scott? Who are you? What do you do? What do you like to do? Do you like to read? Let us know. <laughs> um. Okay, well, I'm Kelly's husband. I don't read that often, to be honest. I mean, so far we're like, what, in August? And I've only read like one book It's September. It's September. (laughs) It is September, isn't it? Okay. Well, anyways, yeah, so I wouldn't say I'm the most avid reader. Um, You know, it's it's not like I never read, but yeah, it's it's not something. I mean, you don't really read and that's okay. Like, I'm not here to shame you. I'm just just laying the groundwork, okay? So he has read one book this year, which I'm very happy for you (laughs) and you enjoyed it. So that's good. good. It was pretty good. Yeah, nonfiction, but yeah. So what do you do enjoy? What do you do enjoy? What do you enjoy? (laughs) Um, I mean, I like, I've, I've been really into basketball lately. I've been shooting a lot of hoops. Uh, I like playing video games from time to time, although Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I'm like a hardcore gamer either. Um, I am really into Magic the Gathering. That's sort of like a big hobby for me. Yeah. Um, I do play guitar from time to time. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of what I do in my spare time. Cool. I mean, I already know this, but... (laughs) just want people to get to know who you are because I'm sure, well, I know they've heard little bits about you from me throughout the episodes, but here's a better picture of who this guy is. So I was talking to Scott one day and I was like, you need to read a book that I've read because in the past we tried doing The Kiss Quotient by Helen Huang. You read, like, maybe till chapter seven? Yeah. And and it wasn't that I hated the book or, like, hated the story. It's just, like, I kind of saw where things were going and it wasn't as, I don't know, captivating. I know, I know. I just, I don't know. It's, it it wasn't 100% for me. And I'm sorry. I know you really enjoyed that book. That's fine. Whatever. (laughs) It's totally fine. Um... But so that was our first failed attempt. And I was not reading along with him. I have already read the book, loved it, read the whole series. Uh, We did an episode on it, all this stuff. But I was like, you know what? 
I want you to read a book that I am obsessed with. And if you've listened to any of our episodes, you already know where I'm going to go with this. I have challenged Scott to read in its entirety From Blood and Ash by Jennifer L. Armentrout. Am I scared? Yes. Am I excited? Yes. <laughs> but what's so scary? I'm I'm worried you're not gonna finish it. You're gonna go to like chapter four and be like, well, I don't know, I don't like this. <laughs> so I want you to read it with me. This is gonna be like my fourth or fifth time reading this book, okay? Wow. Yeah. So look at my tabs. <laughs> look yeah. at my tabs. <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna upload a picture of this, but I there's will. tabs everywhere there's gotta yeah. be like a hundred tabs in that book well and i stopped near the end because this was one of my rereads that i read right before we recorded an episode so i just ran out of time and i didn't tab the rest but i'm gonna let you read my annotated copy how lucky how oh, fortunate okay. for you <laughs> there's oh my gosh there's a key in the front that tells you <laughs> what every color means okay you're welcome um <laughs> but I had to be fair. I couldn't just be like, Scott, you're going to read my favorite book. That's it. And we're going to record about it and all this stuff. So <laughs> why don't you explain what I'm going to try to do? Okay. So I, I mentioned earlier, I was really into magic, the gathering, the, the card game. And uh, it's something that I've been playing for years. I got into it in university with a bunch of my roommates and a bunch of my friends. And I've just kind of kept playing with a bunch of friends around here and yeah uh so i've tried a couple times to get kelly into the game and it's been a challenge it, it really hasn't been her thing no um I, there, there's a lot to be fair like it, it is kind of a complicated game there's a lot of math there's a lot of like rules yeah and, like, it's, and when it's you very... don't tell me the rules and you're just like well you can't do that and i'm like but i want to i want to yeah. kill everything in front of me <laughs> and he's like well you can't do that because of this hidden rule that you didn't know about like okay <laughs> so so i'm gonna Whatever. try to get kelly into this game in a way that's a little more beginner friendly i think we're going to start off with the video game version oh okay yeah, they have like an online client magic arena so okay i, I think we're going to start there am i playing against real people not Are at gonna first chat with me and be like you know there's, there's no okay. chat it's fine it, you'll be fine <laughs> um but yeah like i i would like to get to the spot where we could like you know, play a couple pickup games or whatever once in a while. Yeah, like at least be like, hey, Kelly, do you want to play magic with me for like half an hour? And yeah. I'm not like, oh, I guess I'll try, you yeah. know, because <laughs> I don't know if I can get into it the way you're into it. Like, no, this guy has like thousands of cards. Honestly, I don't know if we could afford for you to get into it the way I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my books. OK, that's enough. That is more than enough. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we're going to give this a go. I have no idea. Well, I've played Magic like briefly, but again, I don't know what I'm doing. But we need some parameters, okay? So my parameters for you with this book is you must finish the book. We're going to check in with each other after each section. I've divided it into three sections. If that's too little for you, like if you need smaller sections, I can do it again. Don't worry. I got you. But we will finish it. After each section, we're going to talk about what we read because I want to know that you're actually reading it yeah. <laughs> and I want to hear your thoughts. I'm actually I'm so read curious. it. Like, I'm not going to like say, oh, I read chapter 15 and like. Yeah, but okay. When I say talk, I mean, I want to be like, oh my God, what did you think about this moment in this part when this happened? And then she said this and he did that. I don't want to hear 
Yeah, it was cool. I want to hear <laughs> what did you think? What happened? That would totally be that's a yeah. that's a Scott response. Yes. So I want some discussion, okay? Some conversation. Imagine we're dating again and you're like, I gotta read this book because this girl loves it. I want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> well, you know my thoughts on that. You know, what? just because you're married doesn't mean you stop dating. Thank you. Thank you. He's taken, ladies. Okay, so <laughs> what are your parameters for me for Magic the Gathering? I haven't really given it a lot of thought other than I want to start playing a version of the game that's very beginner-friendly, and I think the video game's probably the most beginner-friendly. Okay. But I would like to get to the, the point where you're coming up with your own decks and your own deck ideas. I think it'd be cool okay. for you to, like get into the deck building process and build something that you yeah. like and build something that you think is cool. Yeah, and not with all these creepy looking dudes. I mean, some could be creepy, but I yeah, <laughs> want the, them to be cool. <laughs> yeah, you could do, I, I don't know what kind of creatures you want to build around or what I kind no of idea. different archetypes, but we can we can just, you know, introduce you to a lot of different mechanics and a lot of the different types of, you know, decks that you can build and whatnot and Okay. Yeah. So, so like Magic One Hundred and One, basically. Yeah. Well, like going back. To obviously, school. yeah. The first thing will be trying to get the rules down, and I think yeah. you have like kind of an understanding of some of the rules, but not okay. everything. Okay. Because like we've talked about this before, I love fantasy movies, some books, TV shows. We watch them together. We don't read them together, obviously, as we already know. But we watch things together and yeah. we enjoy them. But then when I look at these cards and hear about the game, I'm like, I just don't know. I think I'd rather read about this character or watch it. So this will be interesting for me to see, like, can I enjoy this? I don't know. Because we're also trying to do D&D with yeah. Nikki Tilly and Tilly's partner. So that's kind of like the same spot for me where I'm like, I love fantasy. Will I enjoy playing this game? I don't know. Yeah. Let's try. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, it's... It's made by the same company that owns the rights to Dungeons and Dragons. I think the oh. invent yeah the inventors of the games were different people, but yeah, it's it's okay. like similar in the sense that it's a fantasy game with a lot of rules that people play typically in a group, but it's different in a lot of ways too because I don't know. I, I guess it's hard to to compare the two because I like we we just started our D and D campaign like we have we have really... not rolled a die we have not <laughs> I mean we have we have but just yeah like we, we've got a long oh way to go God. there so okay I don't know but okay yeah. do we have a time frame I don't know I want to get this book read ASAP because I love the book okay. so maybe like before the end of the year I mean I'm real excited to to get to the point where you can play and i can play together so i'm, I'm motivated honestly like i, I kind of want to get through this <laughs> well okay my dream for this is that you love this book and you're like kelly can i read the next one and i'll say yes you can let's read it together <laughs> so i i remember some things that you told me about this book but i don't really remember like the whole premise so oh my gosh do you so, want me to read you the synopsis or do you want to go in blind Okay, well, <laughs> how about we do this? So I think I think Blood and Ash are kind of referring to characters, right? Uh, I mean, you could say that, I guess, but like, 
I never thought of it like that, but you could think about it like that. Yeah, because I kind of, it gives me the same vibe as like a song of ice and fire, like ice and, well. If you're expecting Game of Thrones, you're going to be really disappointed. Okay, well, like (laughs) ice and fire are referring to, uh, is it Daenerys and Jon Snow? Yeah. So like is blood, like ash, is that like referring to some sort of a character? Like is is it like a metaphor kind of like that? Sort of like, okay. I don't want to spoil anything. From Blood and Ash is a phrase that is said okay. in the book, and it means something important. Okay, but you could also see it as like blood is the girl because she was born the maiden. Okay, right. she's got this blood, this bloodline, whatever, if you will. Ash, you could see it as the hero. I will not say who. Okay, for reasons, but. You could look at it like that. Okay, because I, I seem to remember you mentioning that at some point when we were talking about it. <laughs> at least once. Yeah. <laughs> I freaking love this series, Scott, okay? And I, I do know it's a romance. Yes, and I do it's know a fantasy romance. It's fantasy. But, like, so blood is referring to a bloodline, and this isn't, it doesn't have anything to do with, like, vampires or anything, does it? Maybe it does. I don't know. I can't say, Scott. I don't want to give anything away. Okay. There's sorts. There's all sorts of creatures in there. There's like kind of vampires, but not really. Okay. There's like zombies, but not really. Gotcha. There's all sorts of fun stuff. But basically, all you need to know is this girl, Poppy, has been born the maiden. She is born into this religious idol figure where she is like kept away from everyone. No one knows what she looks like. She can't experience pleasure. She can't go out and do things, nothing, okay? And shit goes down and it's amazing. I love it so much. There are four books right now. There will be two more and there's a companion series. So hit me up, (laughs) you know where to find me if you want to read more. (laughs) But I freaking love it. All right, well, why don't you read me the synopsis and then we can... Okay, then we better wrap this up because this was supposed to be a little intro, but you know what? I think it's we're having fun. It's okay. So, okay, this is the synopsis for the first book. Chosen from birth to usher in a new era, Poppy's life has never been her own. The life of the maiden is solitary, never to be touched, never to be looked upon, never to be spoken to, never to experience pleasure. Waiting for the day of her ascension, she would rather be with the guards, fighting back the evil that took her family, than preparing to be found worthy by the gods. But the choice has never been hers. The entire kingdom's future rests on Poppy's shoulders, something she's not even quite sure she wants for herself. Because a maiden has a heart, and a soul, and longing. And when Hawk, a golden-eyed guard honor-bound to ensure her ascension, enters her life, destiny and duty become tangled with desire and need. We've already heard desire, like twice or something just saying he incites her anger makes her question everything she believes in and tempts her with the forbidden forsaken by the gods and feared by mortals a fallen kingdom is rising once more determined to take back what they believe is theirs through violence and vengeance and as the shadow of those cursed draws closer the line between what is forbidden and what is right becomes blurred Poppy is not only on the verge of losing her heart and being found unworthy by the gods, but also her life when every blood-soaked thread that holds her world together begins to unravel. Dun, dun, dun! There's romance, there's action in, like, the romantic sense, but also the violent sense. Like, she's a badass, Scott. She freaking kills people all the time. It's great. Future Halloween costume. (laughs) I've already (laughs) talked about this so many times with Nikki and Tilly. (laughs) I freaking love her. So 
I hope you also love it because I just think it would be fun. And then who knows, listeners, maybe this will become a thing where we're like, my husband and I read Akatar or we read something else or like, who knows? I know we'd like to do a horror book at some point because I know you love horror. Yes. <laughs> and Nikki loves horror and I don't mind reading horror. I would rather read it than watch it. So I say, why not? Let's go for it. Are you ready? I think so. All right. We'll check back in later. And I hope everyone has a great day. I hope I can understand the rules of Magic the Gathering. I hope Scott loves this book. We're checking in because Scott finally finished the first section of the book. So that is until the beginning of chapter 13 or 16? Chapter, oh, at the beginning of chapter 15. Sorry. Okay. So. Like we said in our intro, Scott is reading this book with me because I love it. And in exchange, I'm learning how to play Magic the Gathering. So for my part of the deal, I have been playing and I've been trying to balance uh, playing Magic and reading the book because it's not fair if I play like 10 hours of Magic and you're only going to read like an hour of the book or whatever. So I try to make it about the same. And I think it's going pretty well so far. Yeah, I mean... Honestly, you're probably spending a little more time than I am on your end of the bargain. Oh, can uh, you say that one more time? <laughs> Thank you. I thought so, but. <laughs> I mean, I like I have been reading it, though. And yes. I have been enjoying it so far. It's been pretty good. Well, okay. Well, perfect segue, because since I've already read it so many times, I've already done a whole episode on this with Nikki and Tilly. Okay. I would love for you to give the listeners a quick synopsis of what you have read thus far. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> um, so the main character, Poppy, uh, she's awaiting Ascension. Mm-hmm. And I guess she is chosen by the gods to, I don't know, I, I guess. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very like ambiguous what ascension really means. But I think it's related to, like, they, they keep on talking about these like vampire-like creatures called like Atlanteans. So I don't know if maybe it's like related to that but those who like have been ascended they come back and they look different right they mm-hmm. they come back and they their eyes are all black and they're all pale and they're all like weird looking <laughs> yeah <laughs> um they're just like i don't know it's it's kind of got some gothic horror like creepy vibes to it which i, yeah. I kind of enjoy so um, i will just say the atlanteans and ascended are two separate things Okay, I yeah. wasn't sure if maybe there'd be a twist where they were, like, all the same thing. Well, I won't tell you what the twists are because that's not okay. fun, but also no. Okay. <laughs> They're two separate things. Perfect, all right. <laughs> um, so besides that, uh, toward the beginning of the book, we see, like, she, like Poppy leads a very sheltered, secluded life, mm-hmm. and she's not allowed to do much. Yeah. And... So what does someone do when they're a teenager and they're not allowed to do much? <laughs> they sneak out in the middle of the night and they go do things they're not supposed to do. So yeah. <laughs> she ends up going to a brothel. Well, I don't know if it's a brothel. It's a brothel. It's like a bar <laughs> where some people enact in sexual activities, okay? But that's, it's like a bar. <laughs> that's a brothel. <laughs> okay, okay, well, it's called the Red Pearl and it's a bar with... 
other activities, I guess. Yes, but it's, it's, <laughs> not, a, it's not a very classy establishment from what I gather. Sure. It's, it's very like, I don't know. But anyways, she goes there and she meets up with this guy who she's kind of been creeping on from like a distance for a while because he's like training to be a guard or he is a guard, I guess. And his name is Hawk and he ends up being an important character because A, they end up hooking up, I guess you could say. Well, they, they well, kiss. Like, yeah. They don't really like... Because everyone has different terms for hooking up or like what yeah. is hooking up so where you're at in the novel right now they have kissed yes but they haven't had sex i don't think no they i think i would bloody well hope you remembered if they had sex scott well, I because know. i'd be like what did you think of this part <laughs> like hello <laughs> um no they did not have sex yet or they don't have sex period <laughs> so anyways so then after that uh her her actual guard like one of her closest guards gets killed and Mm -hmm. there's speculation that he was killed by this guy who they just kind of refer to as the dark one who Mm -hmm. i guess he was a prince or something at some point um he he has some sort of tie to royalty or nobility or something but he's he's the bad guy one of the bad guys yes so he is trying to like take back the throne that he believes is rightfully his kind of thing. So, like, you have the people, uh, the the king and queen of Jalara. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is that the right place? Whatever. You have the king and queen who Poppy is, like, under their rule and everyone else. And then you have the dark one who is, like, the leader of the rebellion, basically. So, like, Leia, right. but a guy. <laughs> kind <laughs> of, yeah. But also, like, they're kind of painting the Duke as, like, a bad guy, too, because he's, like kind of a jerk to poppy like he's pretty abusive and yeah yeah, just overall a nice guy but okay i'm kind of deviating from the the plot here so okay (laughs) so hawk is now okay so wait her Her guard guard, rylan who we no rylan we know a rylan in real life and when i first read this book i was like rylan because i had never heard that name before so seeing this in this book i was like what the heck but anyways rylan died it's a pretty common name i think i've met a couple of rylans well excuse me i've never met anyone but one but anyways he dies yes hawk is now her other royal guard because her main royal guard is victor who's like her father figure right and victor seems like kind of a badass to be honest like he, i love victor he seems like yeah you, you don't want to mess with victor <laughs> Um, so what happened at the very end of the section that you just read? Okay, so at the very end of the section, it looks like the castle fortress, the, the rise, I guess they call it, is uh, invaded by this black smog, this like mist that comes mm-hmm. over the castle. And Poppy's like, oh no, I need to leave like right now because she doesn't want to get killed. She doesn't want to get attacked. And as she's leaving, she bumps into Victor and they see that the what's in the mist is uh, a bunch of craven, which are like these zombie vampire-ish sort of creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where we're at. She's just like leaving and kind of confronting this horde of craven that's supposedly coming after her. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, she's not running away because Poppy doesn't run away. She's going to go fight. Okay. I thought she was running away. No, no. Poppy is badass, Scott. You're going to see. Because Victor taught her how to fight, right? Right. And she's not supposed to know how to fight, but she is freaking badass, okay? She's going to just, yeah, you'll see. Like, she's not running away. She would never run away. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I know this in my heart. Okay. And I've also read the books. So... (laughs) So what are your thoughts? Is this different than what you thought it would be? Like, how um, are you feeling so far? Well, I thought it would be a little heavier in the romance department because it's sort of like build as a romance, you know, in a, in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. But I mean, th- there is a bit of that aspect to it. But I, I think just the the fantasy and like the gothic horror sort of aspects to it, I'm, I'm really enjoying like the the different types of monsters and like all the lore and everything mm-hmm. um even just like the description of like you know the blood trees and like yes. the uh what are they called the roses that only bloom at night and stuff it's like mm-hmm. very like fantastical and it's it's pretty cool yeah. oh, i'm grinning from ear to ear listeners <laughs> This is making me so happy. I My hope is that you'll love this book and be like, I need to know what happens next because I have the other ones and I will totally read them again. I You don't have to convince me. I'll read it again. No problem. <laughs> um, Don't worry about the romance because it will come. I'm sure. Pun intended. It will happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so any questions so far about what you've read? thoughts Uh, any part that you're like whoa or like what the hell man or (laughs) i mean off the top of my head not really but i guess like it it seems like there's a lot that we don't really know about like we don't really know what happens with ascension we don't Mm -hmm. really know what happens or why things are the way they are or like why when people when people get ascended like you basically never hear from them again but what's actually going on right Mm -hmm. so i feel like there's some stuff that the author intentionally doesn't want us to know yet and it's just kind of like foreshadowing yeah so i don't want to pry too deep into that because i don't know i'm not going to answer because this is the problem (laughs) it took me so long to convince nikki and tilly well i don't want to say to convince but because i think they were both into the idea of reading this book but i kept saying like you need to read this book oh my god we got to do it on the podcast i can't wait to talk about it yeah and whenever they asked me what is it about i was like well there's a maiden she can't do anything blah, 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 there's yeah. a guy, that's it. Because I can't tell you anything because there's so many reveals that if I say something, it's going to ruin the whole book. Yeah. So, But I you can say wait. it's like a fantasy. Yeah. You could say it's like a romance. You can say some stuff. But yeah, I, I understand. I couldn't say like anything. And so I just had to sit there biting my tongue, smiling like a treasure cat, <laughs> trying not to ruin it because I love it. And by the end of this book, I'm hoping if you finish it before Halloween, because I mean, at the time of this recording, it's almost October, uh, or at this part of the recording anyways, I'm hoping to convince you to be Hawk to my poppy. And listeners, Scott asked me, why would I want to be Hawk? And I was like, if you have to ask, you haven't read enough yet, because you, why would you not want to be Hawk with Poppy? Okay. Keep reading and you'll be like, oh, this is why, this is why I got you. 
Kelly wants this. Anyways, I can't wait to keep reading this with you. I think I'm really surprised you're enjoying it, but I'm like happily surprised because I didn't go into this thinking like, hey, he's going to suffer through this. But I was just really hopeful that you would like it and not make fun of me. So this is going yeah, well. I, know. It's, I don't know. I, I like to keep an open mind with these sort of things. And uh, no, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Oh, any, um, do you want to make any predictions or like something you want to, you're looking forward to that you want to happen maybe? Okay, I think, okay, here's my hot take. Maybe this is way <laughs> off base, but like it just occurred to me, I think in like maybe a couple chapters before I, I finish this section, mm -hmm. but the part where the Duke is like reprimanding Poppy and he kind of reveals that he used to know Poppy's mother, mm. right? Which like... You don't get a lot of details from it, but it kind of reminded me of Professor Snape and Harry Potter, where, like, okay, there was, like, some weird, like, sexual tension between Harry's mom and Snape. Well, I think that was one-sided sexual tension, but okay, sure. Okay, well, <laughs> whatever. Like, dream on, Severus. Oh, you can't because you're dead. Anyways, okay, keep going. <laughs> Okay, well, whatever. There, there was something there, okay? Uh -huh. So I don't know if maybe, like, something similar happens between, like, the Duke and Poppy's mom. But that's what I think. I, I think maybe the relationship was more important than he's making it seem like it is. You know what I mean? Okay. And maybe that's why he's so, like... Awful. Awful and, like... Abusive. Yeah. Just, literally. <laughs> literally abusive. Just resents her existence, basically. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say anything because I want you to just find out what happens. All right. Well, because, keep yeah. asking me these questions. Yeah, because it's a <laughs> podcast, Scott. We are here to discuss. We're giving the people what they want. Okay. okay. Hopefully. <laughs> and if you don't want it, you can skip on right ahead. <laughs> so until next time. We are now going to read chapter 15 to about 27? Yes, exactly 27. Okay, so I'm already past that mark, and I've had to wait for Scott to catch up, but that's okay. I will wait. I will wait for you, as Mumford & Sons once said beautifully. Hey, everybody. We're back. We're here to wrap up our From Blood & Ash read-along with a special guest, my husband, Scott, and Nikki is finally here to join us. Yeah, hey everybody. I cannot wait to hear all of the stuff Scott has to say about this amazing book. Well, now is the time. So hello everybody, I'm back. I am so excited. I will say a little, not a disclaimer, but I'll just, I'll speak the truth. Um, I did ask Scott, did he like it? I did ask him, you know, did you guess one of these plot twists? But like, I didn't go any further than that because I wanted to save it all for this. So you're welcome. I've been dying to know. <laughs> it's been it's been hard not talking about it, I think. Yeah, I it's been eating me up inside and I'm just so excited that we're finally here. We found the time. Nikki is here, reunited, and it feels so good. So... <laughs> Since we last spoke about this book, we had just finished like chapter 15 and then I was waiting for Scott to finish it and then I got tired of waiting. So I just finished and then I continued to wait for him to finish. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm 
I'm happy to report you finished it, which I is did. great. You met I, the requirements. I feel like there was a lull in like the second third of the book where I I found it like I wasn't reading as much. I mean, I'm not a you you know this already. I'm not a very avid reader to begin with, but mm-hmm. like it took me a while to get through the second third of the book, but the last third of the book was like a day or two, like just pretty much, yeah, one go, read a lot. Um. Yeah. It was good. A lot lot happened. (laughs) So last year, Scott read one book. This year, he's doubled his reading goal. And he read two. (laughs) I love that. We're all for progress. Yes. (laughs) And last year, Scott read Dune by... Frank Herbert. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) And I want to know... I've already asked you, but I want this on the record. Did you... What was that? (laughs) No, it's just I know where this is going. (laughs) Did you like Dune or From Blood and Ash better? I'll be honest. I liked From Blood and Ash better. Yes. (laughs) What, like it's hard? Sorry, people don't come at me. (laughs) Well, I feel like people are going to get upset because it's such a beloved, like, book and everything. But the thing about Dune is, like, I, I finished the book. And I'm a huge fan of Star Wars, but after the I read the book, I was like, man, Star Wars ripped off so much of Dune, like mm-hmm. so many themes. Like I, I won't get too into it, but because yeah, that's not what we're, we're here yeah, to talk about we're today. We're definitely but. not talking about Dune in depth. <laughs> I could do a whole other episode all about Dune. Yeah. <laughs> I've had no de- desire to read it. I don't need to. So, but I was so tickled when you said that to me. I was like, yes. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm I'm dying to know. I want to know what you thought about the twists okay, in this book. So are we okay to get into spoilers? Yes, yes, oh, yes. yes. Okay, so We've already read first, this. And, first and foremost, I did not see the hawk twist coming at all. Like I did not see him being evil or him being the dark one. Um it was, like, in retrospect, a little sus, like, how close he got to Poppy, like, so quickly, you know? Like, they just kind of gave him a lot of responsibility without really knowing much about him, even when they had, like, a ton of other people around. But I was, I just chalked it up to, like, oh, well, he's the love interest, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> Would you say you were also not suspicious because you were so into their love? Well, I mean, I I think honestly, I was more into like the lore and like the, you know, world building and stuff that Jennifer was doing <laughs> than like the romance, but like you know, it's it doesn't hurt to have a little bit of romance in your book. Like it's fine. You know those TikToks <laughs> where it shows someone asking a question and then their partner is like no and then they turn back and they get like the angry face. Like they want, that's how I'm feeling right yeah. now because I'm like but the romance is the book. Yeah. Who cares about the <laughs> the world development? Whatever, what yeah. world? <laughs> I, I thought it was cool no I, I i was into all the like the themes and like not knowing what was really going on with like the atlanteans and the uh the ascended throughout like most of the book like i had a very different theory as to what was going on right w- with them okay. like like i knew that they were connected in some way just because like the descriptions and like there was so much secrecy around both of them that like you knew they were kind of connected but i thought that they were more working together as opposed to like oh okay. interesting yeah as opposed to like 
one is basically like enslaving the other and yeah. like it's not just working like, together. Yeah. <laughs> not on purpose. No. no. Um, oh my gosh. But no, like I, I thought it was it was kind of cute how like all the like creatures and stuff in the book were like little twists on like you know actual gothic horror like monsters and stuff like the craven were like their version of zombies or like mm-hmm. the ascended were like their version of vampires or they had like some other term for werewolves i don't remember what it was but the woven because they're not werewolves they don't need the moon to shift they shift when they want i've explained this okay <laughs> right oh but, but like they're they're very and much they're massive they're not like a little oh, they're, they're, they're different like, they're different they're like growliths you know like, <laughs> they're different yeah. but they're definitely derivative for sure yes yes i just can't <laughs> believe he was like yeah obviously you need to have some romance in there it is a romanticy keyword romanticy like it's more romance than fantasy it is in the fantasy section at work however like i do enjoy the plot obviously and like the fantastical elements but like yeah i'm there for poppy and hawk and now i can say castile finally my god yeah i was just gonna say can we all like commend (laughs) kelly because she is gonna spend the rest of her (laughs) godforsaken life (laughs) Pulling people into this book and having to call Castile Hawk <laughs> all of the time. Like, I do not know how you did that for Tilly and I. I don't know how you did that for Scott. I, I'm i so bad with stuff like that. I would have been like, oh, yeah, Castile. And it would have been like, what? And it would have been like, oh, you haven't met him yet. Yeah. Even when I do hashtags for Instagram, I'm like, oh my god, if I put Castile, is someone going to know? And then I've ruined the book. Right? <laughs> like, it's very know. thoughtful of you. Thanks. Well, because like I loved it when I first read it. Obviously, we all know this. That's why we're here again. But <laughs> it's like I didn't want to ruin it because it's such a big part of the plot. Yeah. And like I knew when I was reading the book, I was like, oh clearly he's going to be the dark one. I didn't know how it would happen, but I was just like, I know it's going to be that way because it's the enemies to lovers trope, you know? Mm. But I didn't know all the stuff that came with it, so it was still exciting for me to figure out. But, like, that's that was one of the first things I wanted to know from Scott. I was like, did you know that Hawk was, like, a double agent of sorts, I you know? <laughs> I definitely didn't. No. Oh my gosh, do you understand why I love this book now? Or, like, why I love Hawk slash Castile now? Yeah, he's, he's just, a, like, a very genuine, like, it's, it's, I don't know. <laughs> like, he's genuine, but he's not, right? Man, there are, like, few times I wish that we had cameras on us, but that was definitely one of them. Scott's sitting in between Kelly and I right now, and the look Kelly and I just gave each other <laughs> It's so telling. <laughs> but like, I love you, Scott. But you're so wrong. You're no, so no, wrong. no. I think so. Like he was like his feelings towards her were like he wasn't like pretending. I don't think. I can't say anything because you only read the first book. Okay. Well, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I just can't say anything. But okay. I just love. If if any of you want to rewind when you listen to this, I was like, you're so wrong. He was like, no, no, I don't think so. But we're talking about my feelings about this okay. character. <laughs> but no, I am in love with him. I, I mean, you too. It's <laughs> like we're talking about a fictional character. But no, when I'm next Halloween, I will be Poppy. If you don't want to be Hawk, we'll figure that out. But <laughs> I think you should because well, that'd be great. Um. 
I will say by the end of the book, and this might not be something that you enjoy me hearing, but I think I was actually rooting more for Hawk at the end of the book than it was for Poppy. If I'm being completely honest. Okay, elaborate. Well, please. because like excited. the whole description of how he was held for like 50 years oh, and forced yeah. to like, like, it just sounded horrible. And so to me, I was like, you're messing up this guy's plan. He's finally going to get revenge on these assholes. And like Poppy was being such a drama queen. Like she was just like so <laughs> annoying at the end of the book. Like I was totally rooting for the, the, yeah, totally. She had nothing to do with that though. She didn't even know. And she's not even, she's this 19. Was after, this was after he spilled the beans on what was actually going on with the yeah, ascended and, and all that. He was imprisoned and enslaved for 50 years. She's 19 years old. Yeah. She had nothing to do with this. No, I know. Really? I understand. So but like, she... well, because she's already, <laughs> <He's> like... <laughs> she's already trying to run away and she's only been in tri- prison for like 15 minutes. Like... She has been imprisoned her whole life in a different way. Okay. That's true. So. But even still, that's like even more reason to go after the ascended. Yeah. But also this was the first person she like cared about romantically and sexually so it's like this guy you're into and then suddenly he's like actually i'm not who i said i was and i don't know i'm just saying like i just (laughs) was rooting more for hawk in the castile i guess in that moment okay so that's interesting that's my hot take that's interesting okay 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 um when victor died that, that scene was really intense. Yes. That was that was really good. I, uh, I enjoyed the action. And that's one thing I think from Blood and Ash did a lot better than Dune was the pacing. Mm-hmm. It was just like once it's, you get. It's hard not to do pacing better than Dune because, <laughs> man, that guy could stretch shit out. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> good God. But no, I, I thought the pacing of the book was pretty good. Like I said, there was one section kind of in the middle where. I think they were kind of focusing a little more on the banter and a little less on like progressing the plot where I found it like a little slow. But uh, yeah, once you get into it, it's, uh, it's pretty good. The banter. Like, we love the banter. <laughs> yeah. It's not a slow That's part for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, what? Well, well, hey, that that's just shows that like there's more aspects to the book than just, you yeah. know, the, the romance and the... the... Mm-hmm flirting and whatnot i remember when i started reading the book and i was maybe like three pages in and i go kelly what the fuck is this (laughs) this book is so badly written (laughs) and then i got to when they make out in the inn and i was like never mind i take it back i love this book (laughs) he throws the dagger in the mattress beside her yeah i was like i don't want that to happen just like Full cl- disclosure, I don't want knives around here. I, I don't own any daggers, so I think you're great, okay. Great, great. I was, did I tell you, I was on a first date in high school at this person's house, this guy's house, and um, he was like, look at all my pets. He had like a bajillion pets and like lizards and a dog and all these things. I was like, okay, cool. And then he was like, my coin collection. I was like, okay. And then he was like, this is my knife collection. And he had a switchblade and he was like, this is illegal to own. And I was like, <laughs> Why am I here? Yeah. I'm okay. I survived. Like, we're not together anymore. (laughs) But I was like, oh my God, what happened? 
Yeah, that was an uh, interesting time in my life. But anyways. That's so funny. <laughs> like, literally, he was like, coins, lizards, <laughs> knives. First wow. date at his house. That's and a his lot room, to take in. Yeah, his room was in the basement, so it was like danger zone. Like, danger, mm. danger. He literally pulled out a switchblade on you. Yeah. And it was not like West Side Story. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, <laughs> it wasn't like snappy music playing in the background and like no. a nice choreographed dance. <laughs> no. And I don't remember. He might have been the same person who like, he pulled out his guitar and he started playing um, Three Doors Down. And I was oh, like, um, <laughs> yeah, it was that time. I was oh. like, okay. I like picturing his like collection of lizards that are doing like the <laughs> snap. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Speaking of knives, um, <laughs> when earlier in this episode, you were like, Poppy's running away from this fight or whatever. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. She doesn't run away. Like, she fights. How freaking badass was Poppy in this book? Like, would you watch a movie or a show like this? I think they should make a movie or a show about this kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah I, I think a lot of people would be into it. I you think know, so. There, mm-hmm. There's a big trend right now for doing you know, a lot more fantasy themed TV shows, which, you know, like back 20 years ago, you had like the the Lord of the Rings movies were huge, but you didn't really have a lot of like fantasy content like that on TV. But now you got like the Witcher, you've got Mm -hmm. uh, the Lord of the Rings TV series, you got all the Game of Thrones, right? It's just like all over the place. Yeah. So yeah, they could totally make a Netflix show out of this or something. Well, and there's like none with female leads. Or if there are, it's like, we took a story and made it with a girl. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, didn't they do, they did one on Netflix that had a female lead, didn't they? Did they? Shadow and Bone or something? Uh, Oh, that's based off a book. Yeah. Yeah, That's um, that's like an, that's a good like ensemble cast. Like I would say there's like a female lead there. Because they're kind of all, like, displayed kind of Yeah, especially, yeah, like, the adaptation, because they included, like, Six of Crows and all that, it's not so much about whatever the main girl's name is. I don't remember. I've read the books. I don't remember. It's not Inej, is it? That's a different one. No, that's Six of Crows. She's one of the six of the crows. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, no, I I would kill to watch this I would kill to be Poppy. Oh my god. Like, I just want to, like, Scott, fuck just up. like be Hawk, please. Yeah. Like, so she can just live her freaking dream. For my one day. Like, find a willow tree somewhere and just, like, there are many. Live your life. Yeah, we were driving by uh, the river, all those willow trees there. Okay, <laughs> that reminds me. When he finally got to the willow scene, I was like, so what'd you think? And he was like, oh yeah, there was some canoodling. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> that like, was much more than canoodling. Yeah. That was like just pure emotional romantic tension. Yeah. And then just full on, like, sexual tension and then no more tension because she was on him. You know what I mean? And then Victor came and ruined it all. Yeah, and then he had to go and die. But then she, like, messed up. What's his name? I don't even care. The Lord. Brandel Mazine or Nazine. Uh, I really hate that name. There There are just some, like, questionable... Nails in this in this book. Knowing Jennifer, it's probably like Brandole or something. Like we have no freaking idea. Or like Brandon. We have no idea. Oh my god. You'll see later. Because are you still on board? He did say to me he wanted to read the second one. I'll read the second one. 
The first and the second one are the best ones, okay. in my opinion. Because, like, this, it, like, keeps the, like, true heart of it. I find the third and fourth one gets, like, kind of convoluted. Mm. And like, it's what do you just, mean convoluted? Like, th- she's really grasping at shit to keep <laughs> the story going. Okay. But at the end of the fourth one, that plot line kind of ends. Yeah. And there's more books, right? Two yes. more? There's two more planned, and she said... <laughs> this is where I get annoyed, but... There's two more planned, and she said there's a possibility of, like, if she wanted to do something in Castile's point of view, it would be a separate thing. So, right. like, a la Stephanie Meyer, or Myers, whatever her name is. Right. Myers? Yeah. Twilight? Stephanie Meyer. I don't know anymore. <laughs> like, I don't know. Twilight. This is like when people ask me how to spell vacuum, I'm like, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> well, that series, I know that she had something in Edward's point of view, but it was, like, a separate book. So she, wasn't it? No, it was Twilight from his perspective. But it was like a separate like it it wasn't yeah. in the book. Yeah. It was its own book, but it was telling the same story. Okay. I don't want that. Like I don't care about <laughs> that. I want just like later yeah. Castile. Actually, I don't even really care about Castile. I really am more on board with like Kieran now. Oh my god. Oh, did you like Kieran? Which one was Kieran? Oh, wow. <laughs> the, the werewolf. Oh, the werewolf guy. Uh, not really. I mean, he, I didn't find him very memorable. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I like Castile. Interesting. I like Castile a lot. Oh, but, you do? Yeah. <laughs> do you? <laughs> okay. But anyway, yeah, all that yeah. to say, the first two are my favorite because it keeps true to like the story i mm. like the original story i feel yeah. like the most okay yeah i also like the further away we get from castile being hawk yeah the sadder i get because i yeah. love hawk yeah <laughs> oh, i can't i can't even say what i want to say because he hasn't read this yet say what you but say. i will i will like um I will vaguely say that there is a point in one of the books where I was kind of upset for a little bit because I just felt like his character was shifting, but too far to make it like more pleasant, like more settled. And like, I get that people change, but I was like, where's the fire? Because like, we've been together, well, we've been married for seven years together for a little longer, but like, We've changed, but it's not like, you know, you're just, yes, dear, all the time. Like, what the hell is that? I would be so annoyed. I think like, that's, <laughs> like, that's a complaint that I have, too. There, There's so much. I know you obviously didn't enjoy the banter <laughs> as much as we enjoyed the banter. Yes. But there's so much banter in the first book and, like, teasing and, like, sassiness. And then when they finally, like, acknowledge that they're, like, together and this is, like, a thing. And then they're just, like. That all goes away. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't stop being an asshole once I tell somebody I like them. I'm just like, I'm just like, here I am. If anything, it's room to be more of an asshole because you know that they like you. Exactly. So you can get away with more. He was was quite an asshole at the end of the book. That's for sure. Yeah. Actually, on this reread, I was like, wow, that was a pretty dick move. Like, I was reading these things, but I was like, I still like you. I still like this. Okay. But pause for a second. Plug your ears. Just in case. Okay. That's not plugging your ears. What? Cover it. I did. (laughs) At the end, is it when he's like, 
Do you want me to leave the room? At the end of this one, is it throughout like the other place? Alistair's there. They're in that little village. And he does he say like he's gonna marry her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're good. I want to hear what was your favorite part of this whole adventure thus far. And if it's not the campfire scene, then it's not the right answer. <laughs> I, I think shortly after the campfire scene, like when the hawk twist happened and he finally reveals what's actually going on with the Atlanteans and the Ascended, that I think was my favorite part. Because like, okay. I, th- it was so many things that I didn't see coming. And it was something that I had wondered about throughout the whole book. I was just like, hey, just, like, let me know what's going on here. Because, like, I, I don't know. I, I just, yeah. Mm-hmm. That that was it for me. When uh, when Poppy gets captured, she fi- finally finds out what's going on. And, uh, yeah, that, that was my favorite part. But I did also really like um, that battle at the Rise, I think they call it, mm-hmm. with, where uh, where Victor died. Mm-hmm. That part was really good too. Oh yeah, that was after the right. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was pretty intense. So it wasn't even at the rise; it was like in the castle, in the fortress, yes. whatever. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm so sad. I know. I love Victor. <sighs> yeah. So many good moments of tension. Like the part that you said was your favorite. That chapter or those few chapters, like the pacing, the tension of like what is happening. Move, move, move. We gotta go. Oh shit, he died. Oh my god, they're running after me. Oh, like all this stuff. Crazy. It was so good. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. And I want to know, um, yeah, do you have any questions that I can answer, that we can answer? <laughs> any like surprises that you were like, what? Besides the twist, obviously. Like, uh, the big twist. Yeah, I don't know. I guess... <laughs> maybe what your favorite part was like what what did you think (sighs) well i have so many (laughs) tabs in here as you know but i guess i overall my favorite part of this book is not necessarily one specific scene but it's the journey that poppy goes on from being like Mm. i don't have any agency to like I'm going to explore things. And this freaking guy comes in and like rocks her world, but like lifts her up where it's not like, not that I don't like those kind of books either, but like, it's not the case where it's like, I'm here to show you the way or whatever, you know, like he is in a, in a sense, but she has more agency than I think other books with this kind of trope of like, I don't know anything. I'm a virgin, blah, blah, blah. You know, like he obviously still like shows her things and like whatever and like is there for her. But like, I just love seeing her grow in this and explore. I love the willow scene. The campfire's great. Uh, The freaking red pearl is great. And they have a special um chapter in his point of view mm. where you hear things before she shows up so that's pretty pearl? cool yeah like at the okay. very beginning you see things that happen right before she comes in the room and so that gives you like more insight into like the inner workings of everything so like that was actually really valuable <laughs> and not just like oh it's him you know yeah, like we'll say yeah. poppy at the beginning of the book reminded me a lot of you in a lot of ways <laughs> And so I really liked Poppy at the beginning of the book. And by the end of the book, I feel like 
she like something changed and she was just a little less likable and so why i don't know she was just like <laughs> like she was told how it is and then she responded in the exact wrong way the exact way that i would not have responded to that new information but wouldn't you be kind of confused because like you've grown up hearing all these things it's indoctrinated in you and with someone who just like pulled the rug under you and had True. sex with her True. Right after. True. She's but, a matron. I mean, it, it's not like <laughs> it's not like she was a huge fan of the Ascended to begin with, mm-hmm. right? Like, they kind of put her through the ringer throughout most of her life. Yeah. You know, she led a very sheltered life. She led a very, you know, she wasn't allowed to do a whole lot, right? So mm-hmm. if I were her, I would have felt a lot more resentment, you know? Like, yeah. I, I would have felt a little more like hey let's get back at these a-holes you know mm-hmm. so but that her response was oh i'm gonna run away well because this guy's <laughs> supposed to be evil right like she's like oh my god what do i do but also she does say in the book so you're gonna just send me right back to these awful people yeah you're not gonna like help me <sighs> right <laughs> I don't know. I just that's I, what the book says. I didn't make it up. <laughs> that's what it says. What's your favorite part, Nikki? We know you love the campfire. Uh, <laughs> everybody loves the campfire. What a twist that was! Right? First of all. <laughs> like Kelly teased me with that scene for like ever. Like that's why I read the book because she kept going like, "Oh, they travel on the journey." There's this I can't moment, sleep. yeah, <laughs> but. I think really, like, I read quite a bit of, like, fantasy stuff. Well, not anymore. That doesn't have romance. But I grew Mm -hmm. up reading a lot of fantasy that was straight fantasy. And for me, this was kind of getting back into that fantasy genre. And I was really in it for the romance. Mm -hmm. I thought it was so much fun. I love the banter. Yes. The banter is where it's at. Yes. And so that was really it for me. Like, even if it wouldn't have had, like, all of the kind of, like, spicier parts or whatever. This one doesn't have a lot of, like, spice in it. But even just, like, the few. Even if that wasn't there, the tension between Mm -hmm. the two of them was, like, so good that I would have still been, like, (laughs) flipping through like crazy to get this book done yeah i read these two books back to back scott when i first read it thank god because i couldn't have waited at the end of this book where he's like you're gonna marry me what'd you think of that that ending i mean (laughs) it's uh it's pretty good foreshadowing it's a pretty good uh cliffhanger so when i read that i was like yes she is We had a friend, a mutual friend of ours, was like, I don't know how I feel about that. And I think Tilly also felt kind of like that. Of oh, like, yeah. I don't know about this whole marriage thing. And I was like, please get married. I was like, please, please. I, I think, need this. <laughs> I think this book is not good for people who center themselves too much in reality. Because <laughs> yeah. obviously, if that happened to you in real life and you were kidnapped and you had sex with a man and then he was keeping you hostage and then he was going to force you to marry him. You obviously wouldn't like that, but presume it. Yeah. yeah, Like, (laughs) yeah. Like unless maybe you were a little sick. Yeah. But in this situation, I was like, yes, please. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can, I can remove myself from reality quite easily. Oh yeah. I was like, you can run, you can't hide and you can't really run either because he's super fast. So like, (laughs) Don't bother. Just, Don't bother. Just stay right there. Yes. <laughs> Literally. 
say for myself personally, I found the second book kind of slow at times, but you might like it because it is very much about the world, world building. Mm. And there's a lot of travel, which you know me, I'm not really into the road trip movies and all that stuff. So I was like, oh my God, the traveling, like the how friggin' much, horse is like. <laughs> how many years did it take for you to get through Lord of the Rings? Like, <laughs> I did it in a few months this year. That's true. Thank you. Yeah, true. I did. I read way more books than you, Scott. Okay. Oh, hey, <laughs> like, I'm just saying that that's an oh example of uh, lots yes. of traveling. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a yeah. I, if if Tolkien wrote some steamy scenes in there, there'd be a whole other audience. I don't know how that would have been. Just with the writing style, I just can't see that going quite the right way. But also, who would he have chosen? I like you know there'd be some weird sick golem thing in there. Like, golem. Oh, I was gonna say Sam and Frodo. No, I'm here. It'd be Gollum getting on Sam when he's sleeping or something. Legolas shit. and Gimli. No, I <laughs> Bringing rebuke it. Back. it. I rebuke it. They're just really good friends. Yeah, who want to have sex? That's no. okay. <laughs> I mean, Gimli is a good height for. Like, <laughs> they both have a lot of hair to like keep track of, though, and like get out of the way. But I mean, I don't know what works. They could braid it together; it'd be really romantic. Oh you God. know how like some people like to shave each other? They yeah. have so much opportunity. <laughs> Anyways, this is Scott. No weird direction. But any final thoughts, Scott? Anything you? Are like dying to get out. Um, I think I've said my piece. Um, you know, I oh, uh, didn't rate it. Oh, I, so what's what's our rating scale? Is it at a at five? A five. Mm. five being oh my god, amazing. One being what the fuck was this? N.K. Jemison. I'm joking. It. Just that one book that we read. Oh, I have something funny to tell you regarding that after this. Okay, I'll give it a four. A four. A four. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I was just scared that you wouldn't even finish it so like honestly and now you want to read the second one yeah i'll read it love it i'm gonna have to get another copy because i gave you my battered up annotated one like i'm not giving you the new fresh one i'm sorry i love you but like nikki when i tell you he was reading the book like this no i was like thank god this copy's already ruined because there's no <laughs> way you're touching my other copy of that, okay? okay? And I can't give you my Kobo to borrow because that's a private device, so. <laughs> it's a personal device, so. Yeah, but if yeah. you weren't into the Willow scene, you're not gonna be into the game. So <laughs> I'm tell you that. <laughs> Just wait. It gets steamier. Each book gets more and more steamy. Oh, boy. And you'll fall in love with Castile more and more. And Kieran. Yep. Okay. Well, I feel like yeah, I, I didn't know Kieran. Like, I, I didn't... I, I feel like his, he didn't have that big of a part, did he? Mm. Well, I can't remember. <laughs> he's he's not in the first one very much because no. she's just, like, entering that world, you know, kind of thing, quote-unquote world. Yeah. Um, his sphere, I guess. Um, but, yeah, he will become a bigger part. Mm. And, yeah. Okay. Love it. I can't wait. Love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a wild ride for me. I can't wait to read the next book with you, Scott. Maybe we'll check in. It probably won't be like this. It'll probably just be like one and done. Like, what did you think of the second one? Do you want to keep going? Whatever, if we end up doing that. But thank you so much for participating, Scott. 
I'm glad that we didn't scare you away <laughs> with this book. And thank you, Nikki, for joining us. Yeah, this was so much fun. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we'll have some more fun shenanigans with our partners in the future. Mm-hmm. We shall see. But until then, keep on drinking in great stories, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>